The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hello all, welcome to another edition of In the Wall with me, Parker Kligerman. Coming to you from Kansas, I'm out here to uh, actually race in the trucks and then cover the Xfinity and the Cup Series. But with this, let's jump into some of our picks for the weekend. And off of last week, I now have 75 racing beans with Chase Elliott winning at the Roval. So with our uh, buddies at Points Bet Sportsbook, we're going to jump into some of the odds and pick some winners here and eventually some of the matchups as well. So let's start with my safety pick, Kevin Harvick, plus 400. Five racing beans on him. That's an easy one. Finished fourth in the, in the summer. I'm, I'm liking that one. Uh, my smart pick, Joe Logano, plus 1,300. Five racing beans on him. Now the long shots. I like these. These are pretty interesting. Alex Bowman, plus 2,200. Five racing beans on him. Eric Jones, one of the best cars in the playoffs. He still needs a job, although the rumors are out there a little bit. The things are getting closer. Still needs one to win would help that. He's plus 3,300, five racing beams on him. And then my biggest long shot, and I love this one, Tyler Reddick, plus 6,000, five racing beams on him. And why? Because the wall could come in at Kansas, as we've seen, and who's best at it? That is Tyler Reddick. So maybe he finds a way to use that wall to get into victory lane, which would be awesome. Uh, all right, let's jump into some of the group bets. So I picked one of the groups that was Group D from our friends at uh, Points Bet Sportsbook. And that is William Byron versus Clint Boyer versus Tyler Reddick versus Matt DiBenedetto. And I'm taking the hometown boy, his last race in the Cup Series at Kansas. That is Clint Boyer to beat all of those at plus 245. I'm putting 20 racing beans on that. Um, and then the matchups. These were interesting. So you have, at the time that I bet on these, or put my racing beans in, um, Kyle Busch versus Ryan Blaney. Plus 115 on Kyle Busch. I'm taking that. Uh, 15 racing beans. And then the last matchup I saw that was interesting was Eric Jones versus Eric Almarola. And that's plus 105 on Eric Jones that I'm taking versus negative 125 on Eric Almarola. That's 15 racing beans on Eric Jones to beat Eric Almarola. So those are my picks. Let me know what you think of those. Maybe I can be successful just like the Roval. We'll see. Please uh, let me know if you have better picks in the comments below. And I'm sure you'll let me know if you don't like mine. We'll see how we add them up next week. Hey, here's the Splash and Go crew with their look ahead to Kansas. Hey everybody, welcome to Splash and Go presented by Coca-Cola. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and advance right on to Kansas guys. A round of eight starts, uh, an interesting race at Kansas, the first race. Now the temperature is gonna be a lot cooler uh, how much is that going to affect the track? Who do you guys think this is going to be an advantage to? Let's just talk all things Kansas in the round of eight. Yeah, I'd have to say that you, you've you got – when you talk about Kansas right now, you have to look at Denny Hamlin. Uh, he's won the last two races there. And, and it doesn't seem that conditions matter that much with whatever it is that Denny and his team have, have learned 
for his driving style and what he likes to get done. Uh, he's led a lot of laps. He puts himself in position uh, to uh, get stage points if he's not winning the stage. So uh, all of those things matter. And as many playoff points as he starts with, uh, you know, adding a couple extra stage points uh, doesn't hurt a thing either for him, just in case something should happen. So, you know, I think he and Kevin Harvick are, are certainly looking to capitalize on what they have and what they've built for the entire year. And uh, it, there would be nothing better than to uh, get a couple of good stages out of the way and, and get those points built up. And I think if you're looking from the other driver's perspective, um, if they can't go win, uh, they would like to see Harvick or Denny Hamlin win because a, a situation like Kirk Busch at Las Vegas back in the round of 12 certainly turned things upside down a little bit uh, as far as uh, someone looking to, to point their way into the battle and, and move into that championship four. So uh, they're, they're secretly being uh, fans of, of those two drivers in particular because Harvick and Denny are going to point their way through uh, if they don't win these races. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, I, I think you look at Harvick and Denny. Uh, and I, listen, I, I look at Harvick, um, you coming off of Talladega, coming off the Roval, uh, two finishes outside the top 10. And that's uncharacteristic for that team because they had just put together uh, a solid, solid year with so many wins and so many top 10s. I mean, it was just amazing to look at it. Uh, but if I look outside those guys, and, I, and, and it's not a surprise like a Kurt Busch, uh, but I'm going to look to a Joey Logano. I'm going to look to a Brad Kay. I'm going to look to that Ford camp uh, to start this round strong and for one of those guys to go ahead and insert themselves into that four, into that four that heads in the Phoenix. Get it out of the way early. Try to catch D and those guys. They know what their points are. They know what, what Harvick's points are. They know what that is. Uh, but try to go ahead and knock that win off and get it out of the way. Um, and, I, and, you know, you, you can't you, – you look at those guys and I think – Joey Logano runs second at the Roval uh, and some of his comments were the most unprepared I've ever been going into a race. Uh, so if you, if that's the most unprepared you are and you can come away second, I think they're gaining a little momentum. So I look for the Fords to be, uh, be strong when we get to Kansas. You know, I, I, the, sp the spring race, or actually the, I guess it was the summer race there. Uh, the Penske cars were really, really fast. They ended up not getting the win. Uh, but, but all those Penske cars are really, really quick. I expect to see that again this time. Uh, Kevin Harvick struggled there in, in, in that race. He actually got the lead through a weird set of circumstances. He wasn't a factor all night long or all day long rather. Uh, and he, he got himself in the lead, but did not have anywhere near the speed to hold on to it. Uh, they're going to have to make some major changes if they're going to contend for this win compared to the way they ran in the first race. But I, I agree with you, Kyle. Just if you go look at the, the this racetrack and who had the most speed uh, in that first race, I think I think the Penske cars they for most of the race they had really really good speed. I expect to see them step up. The other guy I think, um, I mean Chase Elliott obviously. You know we always tend to get on somebody's bandwagon right after they won a race. Like he's the guy, he's going to championship. Um, but I just feel some momentum coming from them. I feel that that. Hendrick Motorsports in general, I feel like Alex Bowman's going to run well this weekend. I feel like Chase Elliott's going to run well this weekend. Can they carry that through these three races in order to get themselves into that final four? I don't think both of them can do it, but I think one of them has a great shot, and I'd have to lean toward Chase Elliott. I just think that if you look at the number of races that they've been in position to win this year, um, 
you could one 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 side of me says, well, yeah, they were in position and he didn't know how to win them. The other side of me says, well, some of those things are out of their control. I think that they're going to be a real threat. I, I believe that Chase Elliott is a guy that is going to make the final four, but I'm not counting Alex Bowman out either. Uh, what do y'all got? You guys mentioned Kurt Busch. Can Kurt Busch do what he needs to to get to the final four? Yeah, you know, I think something that he has going for him is that this is the same tire that they just ran at Las Vegas where Kurt Busch won the race. Uh, he showed that you could uh, stay out on these tires. You could use track position, uh, uh, take a little bit of strategy. And I think that could play a big factor in uh, as these drivers are looking at how do they position themselves uh, that don't have a lot of points, put themselves in position. And this is going to be a tire that they run the next two weeks uh, at Kansas and at Texas. And, and so who can put themselves in position to pull that upset and become part of the championship four that maybe we're not really thinking can point their way there, uh, but they could pull off an upset. And I think Kurt Busch is a great example. He's a past champion. He knows how to get the job done. His crew chief likes to take chances and put Kurt in those positions because they know – that Kirk Bush can handle those situations and he likes that. So I think drivers that can really handle pressure are, are ones that we can look at because I think if you just sit down and look at it right now, those top four that you look at, and you talked about Chase Elliott, I think he has a great chance of, of being a part of the championship four. And then you look at Keslowski and certainly Denny uh, and Kevin uh, being a part of that. So you could, you could make a good case that those are going to be the four, but we, we know that, Upsets can happen with this, and, and Joey Logano is a perfect example of somebody that I think loves this pressure. He said something after the race the other day that has really stuck with me, that pressure is a privilege. That means that he likes being in that situation. He was talking about the pressure of when Kyle Busch was leading at the Roval the other day, and uh, he and and the 88 of Alex Bowman were battling for that last spot to get in, and he understands that and, and likes that. So I like a man that, that does two things. He loves that pressure, knows how to handle that, and he likes to enjoy a Coca-Cola every once in a while. <laughs> never, never a bad thing for a driver. All right, imitation of Joey Logano. <laughs> yeah, man, it was, it was just fun. It was fun. I just had a good time. So I, I'm going to say this about Joey. If we go back this year, if we go back this year uh, to the races before – the season came to an end, the, the, the first four or five races. He had won 50% of the races. And in those races that he won, he was strong. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but pit strategy at Vegas, you, you look at a couple of different things. Joey's that guy that says, hand me the ball. Give me the ball. Man, it, you, you got a last second shot. Give me the ball. You need to get it across the goal line. Give me the ball. And I think that's what Paul has done with him, has given him the ball and said, go do it. So he, that, that creates danger. That makes him, him dangerous. For me, Kurt Busch is dangerous because I don't know this Kurt Busch. Over the last couple of years, I don't know who this guy is. This is not the guy that I raced against. This is not the guy that I came up. He has a little bit different. He has a different mental attitude about it. Last year, I, 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 can't, I keep going back to last year. I think it was last year um, when he was in the playoffs or year before. And, and he would finish 26th and he would say, we're, we're right where we want to be. We're, we're right where we're and I'm like dang dude you just finished 26 how can you be right where you want to be and you know what he kept moving out of that round to the next round out of that round to the next round so I, I think it's it's that that outlaw that he went off, off of for a little while but it's that intangible quality in him that you never know what you're going to get when you get with Kurt Busch but you know you're going to get somebody that's going to put it all on the racetrack lap after lap 
Uh, so you put him in a position late in the race. Uh, he's going to be your guy. He's going to capitalize. We saw him at Vegas. He's going to capitalize on it. Um, so, I mean, I, I look at these, these eight, and, and honestly, all, all eight of them are deserving to be in that last four. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see who pops in and who gets there. So it's interesting to me, the name that no one mentioned was Martin Truex Jr. Yeah. And you take a little step back, and we're going to a mile and a half, every one of us would have been saying Martin Truex Jr., Martin Truex Jr., and none of us brought his name up. And that, to me, is crazy because you think about mile and a half speed and what they've been able to do over the years and the number of races they won over the last four years, three or four years. I mean, it's been crazy, but none of us mentioned him. None of us even brought his name up. And, and here's a guy that I think, you know, they've been so close. Look at the number of times they finished second. Look at the number of times they've had a chance to win races. None of us brought his name up because uh, we're, we're, I think we are so accustomed to see him winning and he's not, we're just kind of, emotionally we're kind of writing him off he's just not on the tip of our brains but I don't think you can count that team out I think Martin Truex Jr. and and you know James Small this year you know first year as a crew chief they're you know it takes time to get that together and they've gotten better as the year has gone on I don't think that they obviously hadn't gotten the wins that we thought they would get but they've gotten better and I think that as these playoffs move further and they can advance that makes them more dangerous because the experience they're gaining together uh, with, with James being the crew chief, I think that, I think that all that can work uh, to their advantage in the long run. But we'll have to see. There's a name nobody mentioned, but it's hard to count that guy out. Uh, thank you guys for joining us uh, again on Splash and Go, presented by Coca-Cola. We look forward to talking to you soon. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.